Thank you, Brother Luke. <laughs> well, joy, Lord, this one? You may say the same thing with me, yeah? <laughs> it's Canadian. Um, thank you, my friends um, and brothers, sisters. This morning, I'm so excited and uh, nervous to speak in English and preach God's words to you. And uh, I came here not only bring my notes, my Bible, and my Chinese tea here, and I, I also bring all our Chinese friends in the group our um, thanks and uh, appreciation to you. Thank you for having us here and uh, support us. And uh, not only, you know, uh, give us the place, you give us, you show us your love, uh, your prayer. Yeah. There's a couple brothers and sisters also because my friends, and like uh, you may see one brother in the morning, uh, right before the worship time, and he prayed uh, for me. And he did a couple times. I met him here, and every time he asked me, Pastor Tony, what can I pray for you this week? I said, okay, pray for my family, or pray for that kind of things. It, it moved my heart. I saw God's love among us in the community. And this morning, I want to share this topic to you is Jesus called his first group of disciples. And he said, come, follow me. I know Marisa, she already read uh, the passage to you, but I'd like to invite you to read the message with you together in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, 18 to 22. If I <laughs> pronunciation was wrong, don't laugh at me, Okay. Okay, let's start with the verse 18. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a night into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nights and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, they were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nights. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Would you like to pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for you sending your only son, Jesus Christ, he died for us. He saved us and he called us to follow him. Lord, I ask you to help me to speak your words and to move, to touch each of us here, our hearts, to refresh our lives, to change our lives, transform our lives by your calling. Lord, I thank you so much. Let us testify you and glorify you together. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Then Jesus called the first group, and he said, "Come, follow me." I like the the old NIV version said, "Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." It's our Lord Jesus made us to be a fish of men. We all know Jesus and、uh, Peter and his friends; they were fishermen. How come Peter and his friends from real Fisherman became fish of man. It took many years, but we all know Peter and his friends. They were real fish of man. They are great model for us. We remember after Jesus left, he went back heaven, and the first.、Uh, What do you call the day? Pentecost. The Holy Spirit come down, and He stood up and preached the gospel. How many people became believer at that day? Three thousand people. After many years, and He died on cross, and He said He talked to the Roman soldier, said, "Please let me upside down, because I'm not deserve." To die like the same way my Lord died. It is Peter. I think in this room, maybe many of us, you already got the calling, and from your heart, you really want to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Some of you have been following him. But some of you, sometimes you feel so difficult to follow him. It's much easier to follow the world. Maybe easier follows Trump, the president. But it's hard to follow Jesus. Some of you already know. I used to involve with Young Life for seven years and involved with the church ministry three years. My experience to follow Jesus is very short. Almost ten or eleven years, but for me, I already experience and I believe the calling from Jesus Christ is a sign for each of us. It's a sign. Coming down. Thank you. And、uh, you know, in each of us, our lives. If you got the calling, you know something happened in your life. It's very special. It totally changed your life. It's a turning point. It's milestone for you. And also, it's a lifestyle. We used before we accept the calling, before we know Jesus, we live just like a sinful man. But now, when we got the calling, we live. We follow the example what Jesus did. It's a lifestyle. It's a new lifestyle, and also it's strength. Everyone, if you really follow Jesus, you will have difficult time. You will have kind of different different level of suffering in your life. But when the time comes. The calling becomes strength. We'll support you to continue.
This morning, I want to address two questions with you together. Have you got your calling? And how could you live out your calling? I prepared three points for you. The first one is, haven't caught anything. The book of Luke gives us more details. In the chapter 5, verse 4 said, When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lie down the nights for a catch. Verse 5 said, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. What Peter said is exactly happened that whole night they didn't get any fish. But it also explains our lives. If we don't know Jesus, we work so hard in your career. When you, maybe you are students in your school, you study hard, you work hard. You try to get the big house, big money, or beautiful wife, or lovely kids, but they are not the stuff can fulfill your heart. You could not be satisfied by those, or by people. So let me ask you, how much have you got? My answer is, I got nothing. I graduated from a university in northeast of China, the school called uh, Dalian Technology University. There are some of my Chinese friends here, they may know the school. It was uh, 1994 I graduated, and I got a good job in Dalian. Almost 10 years, I worked so hard. I just have one dream in my heart. I want to become a person with money, become rich. But after 10 years, I felt it's emptiness and meaningless in my life. I didn't know. Why I'm doing this? Like the Bible, the book of Psalm 19, chapter 90, was nice side. All our days pass away and your light. We finish our years with the moon. As King David said, and his son Solomon said, I don't know the book name, I cannot pronounce. But you could, huh? Chapter 2, verse 11. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands and had done and what I had toyed to achieve, everything was meaningless. A chasing after the wind, nothing was gained under the sun. Those verses exactly describe what I was, what was in my heart during that years. When we see Peter, 
Jesus asked him to throw down the night again in a deep word. In verse 5, he answered, But because you see so, I will light down the night. Because you see so. He tried. And verse 6 told us, When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nights began to break. It's a miracle for Peter. I remember it was 2004, same month, it's January. My brother called me from Edmonton to Beijing and uh, shared the gospel with me again. He had been doing that for almost two years, from 2001 to 2002. And I refused every time. But that day, that moment, I asked him a question. I said, brother, do you really think the God you believe, he is real? And my brother said, yes, I believe. And I asked him, okay, if God is real, can he help me to stop my smoking? I had been smoking for, from uh, I was 18 years old to 33 years old. I had two packet secrets every day. I tried a couple times. I failed. I could not stop. My brother answered me, said, Tony, you should try. How? And he said, pray. And how? You just pray. I said, okay. I finished the phone call. I bring a yellow color, the note paper, a small one, and I write down, God, if you are real, please help me stop my smoking. I write down the date and my name, and I put on the reference. But it was funny, because that day I just bought the whole bar of cigarettes, the 10 packs. I, every day I bring two packets to my office. That day I bring one. I continue to smoke. And at afternoon I think, oh, God. You just like a Buddhas or other gods. It's from people's imagination. But that night, I got sick. I got cold very seriously. My throat ache for 22 days. I could not smoke. <laughs> 22 days. In the one morning, I woke up. I feel much better. My throat. I still see the nine packet, you know, cigarettes on my table. I still have some desire. I want to smoke continually. But I thought, wait a moment, Tony. Something happened. Something special. I took the note. I counted the days. I thought, oh, 22 days. If God is real, I don't need to worship Buddha. I need to worship the real God. 
So I called my brother. I said, how do you guys pray? Teach me. And the brother asked me, why do you want to, to pray? I said, I want to have more money. <laughs> that was, I was thinking. <laughs> my brother did the same thing and laughed at me. Yeah. But uh, he and uh, my mom, they both said, okay, you follow the book of Matthew chapter 6, the Lord's Prayer. I memorized that. And I, one night when I started praying, I said, Heavenly Father, immediately a picture just appeared in my mind. It's a darkness, the sky, and an old person with a long white shirt shining, but I could not see his face, you know. And three times, three nights, he showed up. And the fourth night, something happened, made me, I said, I'm... I need to go to church. The fourth night, I pray. It's, it's the same picture, but not clean. I said, okay, just Tony, you think too much. But uh, when I was sleeping, in my dream, there's a young person, much younger than the older one, and he stand beside my bed, and uh, that moment is my, in my life, it's the first time I feel another person love me me without any condition. I just feel he loved me so much and he called my name in Chinese name. Wen Zhuo. It's my Chinese name. Can you repeat? Wen Zhuo. Yes. And I woke up and I shouted, who is it? Nobody there. But I knew it was Jesus. In the morning, I called my mom, I called my brother. I was so excited. And I shared the dream to them. My mom said, Tony, the Lord was looking for you. You must believe. And I said, Mom, you want me to become a believer too much. I don't believe you. And my brother on the phone call said, Tony, it's a special dream. You should value that. I thought, okay, brother, I will find a church and come back. I find a church later. It's in March 28, 2004. First time I went to a family church in Beijing. And the church located the place. You cannot imagine the place. The place is a school for the party. The party in charge of the whole country. It's their school. Inside the school, it's their home church there. I went there. It's amazing. This is a miracle in my life. Since that time, 12 years, completely stop smoking. I was a businessman. I love money. Now, I love his word. I love preaching. I love to share the good news of Jesus Christ with people. Luke chapter 5 verse 8 said, 
when Simon Peter saw this, he saw his miracle, and he fell at fell at Jesus' knees and said, "Go away from me, Lord! I'm sinful man." Peter's reaction is telling us this: If you experience a miracle in your life, if you see God's glory, you will see your guilty, and you will feel you need His grace. I experienced. I knew. I was a sinful man. I needed His grace. So, when we read the story, we see Peter. He says three things here. I caught nothing, but I will try. I'm a sinful. How about you, my friends here? How about you experience? How about the time you met Jesus? The second I want to share with you is Jesus calling to Peter and to us. Come, follow me. In the book of Luke, chapter five, ten, then Jesus said to Simon, "Don't be afraid. From now on, you you will fish of people." In book of Matthew four nineteen, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Peter was scared, but our Lord Jesus said to him, "Do not be afraid. I will make you fishers of men." What does it mean, fish of men? For Peter, I don't know. At that time, he already understand exactly. Maybe not. He was a fisherman, yes. But how? You fish of people. What does it mean? Follow Jesus. Today we all understand because we have the whole Bible in our hands. We can read the whole story. We know what was happened there, but today I want to share two verses with you. What does it mean? Follow him. We follow him. We do what he did. In the book of Luke, chapter nineteen, verse ten, for the Son of Man, man came to seek and save the lost. That's exactly mean. We share his good news to the people they don't know him, to save them. And John ten ten said, "I have come that they may have life and have it to the full, have abundant life in Christ." That's the two main thing we do as a follower of Jesus Christ. I remember it's two thousand six. I got to know some、uh, American missionary in Beijing, and、uh, some of them they involve their young life stuff, and、uh, they get to know my wife 
very earlier in 1996 when she was a student. And they shared the gospel and she was the first fruit for them, for the group. So they keep connection and a friendship. In 2006, they want to hear a Chinese person work for them. And they talked to us. And they said, Tony, we think you are the right person to do this with us. Oh, I'm not sure. Because I still love money at that time. Yeah. And I know my salary will go down like half than before. And, uh, you know, I don't really want that. I said, okay. Because they are really nice person. I also like them. So I said, okay, give me one month. I will pray. If the Lord call me to do this, I do it. So in 2006, June, the whole month, only one prayer for me is, Lord, if you want me to work with Young Life, you let my two business friends, don't call me, don't invite me to have party or go to KTV or have meal or massage together because I have two very close business friends. We do that every week. I said, if they don't call me, I will do this. You know what was happening. Whole month, my two close friends, they completely forgot me. They didn't call me. So I remember June 30th, it's uh, the evening, the night, 10 p.m. I emailed to the Young Life guy. I said, I do. But in my heart, I said, maybe just for a while, I will turn back my career to get more money. It was uh, the first time I know Jesus called me to do this, but um, I didn't really want to do it. But my question for you, if you already got his calling, how would you reply to his calling? Maybe some of you just, like in the beginning, I did. I work for Young Life full time, but I still keep touching, you know, connection with the businessman. Yeah, I thought I were, went back. The three... The third point I want to share with you. If you got his calling, this is what you should do. Left and follow. In the book of Matthew, the verse 20 said, At once they left their nights and followed him. I had many times, many questions for them. How come? You just immediately followed Jesus. They just spend maybe for a while time, we just know Jesus through, you know, the baptized John or his Messiah. They experience a little bit of the miracle he did. How come you will spend the rest of your life to follow Jesus? We see the verse 21, not only Peter, Andrew, and John and James here, 22 said, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. Is that interesting? They left their career. 
if we put together, we say they left the three things, their nice, their boat, their father. What does it mean that for us? Nice and boat is the career, it's the job. You, live, you get money from that for your living. Your family, your kids, live, they live on that. They, they need money. They left that. How about left their father? That means fa- family, relative. What he did exactly is Abraham. He did left him his hometown, left his family, and followed God's calling. It's also the calling for us. We have to left behind the world, your family, your career, and follow. It's like life, a circle in your life. It's a circle. You continue life and follow. You more follow, you more have strength to left. You more left, you have more desire or passion to follow him. In the end, I will continue my testimony for you. It's 2006 November. I already started a young life job there. Young life ministry. I'm working among the students just like you guys, your age, you know, in college. And uh, it's Octo- uh, October 12. You, you know, uh, in the first day of October, it's a national holiday for Chinese in China. And uh, we took train back my wife's hometown. And uh, we... On the way we back Beijing, I was, you know, meditating some verse, and the first one came to my mind is Matthew four nineteen, come follow me. Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men. I think over by that, and suddenly I just feel Jesus called me and told me, come follow me. I will make you fishers of men. My tears just came out. My wife was sleeping beside me, and as I start praying for my wife, my family, and uh, the people on the same train with us, I pray for the students. I already know. After that day, I tell you this: I go to three different schools. Each time I met the students, I share the gospel. They believe. In two months, seventeen students and one teacher became believer. I recognize one thing. God, if God called you, he prepared everything you need. Everything. But I still have my struggle. You remember? In my heart. I still want to maybe someday quit from young life and continue my career, my job. So I start praying in November. I start praying to the Lord. If you really called me, show me something I can see. Let me see your calling. Not only hear or something happened in my heart. I want to see it. December, the last day of December, I went to another church. I preached there. After my preaching, one sister, I, I didn't know her, but my wife, yeah, they are friends. And 
She gave one gift to my wife, a small gift for the new year, and I give another gift to me. It's a magnet you put on your refrigerator. There's a verse there. You can guess what, which one. Matthew 4:19. Come, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. It's in English. And I was, you know, that day on the train, I meditated. It's in English. It's exactly the same one. And I got the gift. I shocked there. I asked her, why you give me this? Because in my heart, I don't want. I prayed for that sign. Something I can say, but in my heart, deeply, I don't want to get that one. Because I have chance. I want to have chance to go back in my career. She, I said, oh, no, no reason. I just want to give to you a gift. I still have that at my home. That's a sign for me. But you know what? After I got this, a huge struggle appeared in my heart. I know I could not run away from him. I could not quit. But I was so worried about the future. I'm a Chinese man. Sometimes I'm kind of proud person, I'm proud of myself, what I did before. And uh, I was thinking, if I full-time Involved with young life. Maybe someday they ask me to raise money. I need to talk to friends and, you know, brothers. Could you support my ministry? I didn't want to do that. I, I talked to God. I said, there's the 100, you know, RMB. If before I sleep in, I put on the table. The second morning become 200. That's a miracle. That's from you. If I get money from people, I don't think that way. It's from you. So, I continue praying. And I met a pastor. And he said, Tony, I experienced that. But I tell you this. The joy from the Lord is your strength. And that time I said, Thank you so much. It doesn't work in my heart. But after a couple of weeks, right before Chinese New Year, another brother from the same church, we, have, we are one church, but we have six gatherings, six groups. And he's another leader in another group. And he called me. And he said, Tony, could you like come to our home and we can celebrate the new year together and I said what time I said, okay let me talk to uh, some other brothers sisters and I call you later I said okay I, I want, just want to finish the phone call because we, we are not really close friends and uh, he stopped there he asked me Tony what are you thinking recently what happened in your life recently uh-huh. we didn't have any kind of conversation like that before so I maybe I could share with him I shared my struggle with him and on the phone he said 
Tony, listen to me. I would like to tell you. The call, God called you. It doesn't mean you deserve. It's his blessing, his grace. I said, yeah, yes. I do think the same way with you. I said, second, I want you to know. The first time you came to our group, you preached. My wife and I decided if one day you full-time working in the ministry, we will support you. I said, what? You know, he kept you know, talking on the phone. I didn't listen to the rest of what he said. I just cried, you know, I cried. And I said, Lord, yes, I do. Until today, you know, that phone call made my struggle totally gone. Until today, I stand here. I feel so thankful for his calling. I really appreciate God. He has been working in my life. Continue trans my life. Use me to reach out to some people he also loves. So today, now, I want to ask you, how could you live out your calling? I also want to invite you, if you hear his calling, maybe before, Maybe today, left and follow. Let's pray together. Dear Lord, I thank you so much. I was sitting. You saved me. You called me to follow you. I'm standing here praying for all my friends, my brothers and sisters in West Meadows. You called them to follow you. You will prepare what they need. And you will help them to take up their cross, follow you daily. By following you, we got to know you more. We got to love you more. We pray in Jesus' name.